The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Hey, this is Carrie. You know, the Geek Show podcast is free to you, the consumer, because of fine, fine folks that uh, make this possible and pay for the party. We're talking, of course, our sponsors. I want to thank Dan, the laptop man at PC Laptops. Every desktop and laptop computer is proudly hand-built for you in the USA. And when you call PC Laptops, they will take the time to find out what you need and prescribe the best solution for you so you're not getting some pre-built box of cheap, low-quality junk that most companies offer. So go to PCLaptops.com. Also, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, otherwise known as the Friendly Comic Book Store in Salt Lake City, 2043 East, 3300 South. They offer a hold or a pull, as it's known in some parts of the country. 10% discount off of purchases with twenty uh, over $20 for your hold subscribers. They also offer a monthly free previews catalog that comes free with the hold, so you can continue your habit. Uh, also, SecretCompassCollectibles.com, that both Boba Fett fig, uh, figure that you'll see right as soon as you click on it. Want? Uh, they deal primarily in limited edition movie merchandise, uh, prop replicas, statues, maquettes, costumes, and things like that. So uh, direct dealers of just about every movie merchandise manufacturer in the industry, secretcompasscollectibles.com. And, of course, our new sponsor, coastcitystyles.com. They've uh, got a huge selection of uh, comic book and pop culture T-shirts so that fanboys and girls can be geeky without looking too geeky. Everything you can imagine as well as uh, obscure uh, movie and pop culture like belt buckles, hats, and other uh, toys and things like that. All there. Free shipping on orders over $50 at CoastCityStyles.com. It's Geek Show Podcast, and you can thank them for that. He doesn't play well with other old men. So, no, again, I don't care. Yeah, but Jimmy's black, right? You know what we've learned here is that there are dumb people on the internet. Xbox Live. Okay. I'm on probation right now. My dog was up for that part, damn it. He's a farm boy. Oh, but I hate DC Comics. This story is retarded on so many levels. When they allowed prisoners to play Candyland. Dude, I got my first BJ after a D&D game. And now a little something for the ladies. Get after my lawn! Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome back to the basement. Yay! Yay! Uh, we are uh, joined here. Uh, uh, Shannon uh, could not make it. Oh, he's working double shift. And, he's and, pulling and, a double shift at the Seven Eleven. Uh, and here I thought it was Geek Show Podcast Survivor, and then we loaded <laughs> Shannon off the island. <laughs> we took him to a farm where he could run and play with all the other wild cards. <laughs> we, ate, we ate him in the jungle. <laughs> Uh, but uh, the rest of us are, uh, are here. Uh, we got uh, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, the big movie mouth off, married at the movies. Hello. Hey. Uh, Hi, boys. Jeff, of course, writes for everybody. Everyone. <laughs> he, he just added the big nickel in Tooele. He just added the. Uh, <clears throat> anyway. And every once in a while, he drops a crumb and I just get it underneath him. Like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Jimmy Martin writes for uh, Slug Magazine, slugmag.com. Hello. Lee George Cade. Hi there. Grimleys.com. Yeah. And Grimleys.com, or you can uh, catch my new show on AMC. It's it's called uh, Filthy Rich. It's great. I, I just talk Filthy about how fabulous. Rich? Yeah, it's about being a fabulous banker and how we destroy the hopes and dreams of millions. Aww. There was a show called Filthy Rich. Really? Uh-huh. Yes, it was Delta Burke and, and Let's Dixie sue them for Carter copyright. before Designing Women, and it was. You're um, right. Uh, uh, oh, God, I can't remember. It was I played, terrible. I, I played it was, part of it. It only lasted. It was a sitcom uh, about a rich Southern guy who had died, and, and Delta Burke played his young 
widow and blah blah blah. Young? <laughs> yeah. She that, was that at the time. Take how long wow. This show was would have been like early seventies, I think. Wow. 70s. You can find it on beta. And you can see why he is the T V critic for yeah. the Salt well, Lake uh, Tribune. But I can only remember things long ago because you know it's part of the whole Alzheimer's. <laughs> I don't know. Thing. I just figured you were the rain man of old crappy shows. So. There you go. <laughs> Scott Pierce, the rain man of old crappy shows. <laughs> he just really likes Delta Burke. Follow Scott him. D. Pierce at, at something. What am I? No, at Scott D. Pierce. What? <laughs> on Twitter. On Twitter. Scott D. Pierce. It'll come wrong sooner. It's, it's, it's been a wrong day. S, S, shut up. S. Pierce at and We uh, don't care if you read the stories. Just click on click the damn on things. Them. Same, with the, same with this podcast. You don't have to listen to it. Just, just download just it. Just download it. Because Tony puts it there every week. That's right. Oh, he is the designated hey. driver Too and producer. Tony. Too tall, Tony. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, and our host, Kerry oh, Jackson. Oh, Mr. Hi, Kerry how Jackson. How are you? How are you? X96.com, 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. Care if you listen. The rest of the day, I don't <laughs> care. On just, just tune in. <laughs> yes. Don't matter if listen, just, just turn on the radio and leave it yeah. for your dogs. Yeah. That's like fine, it. too. <laughs> my, my, my dog actually cries your name sometimes. Kerry! Kerry! Glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're, oh, uh, now, now, coming up in, in one of the future episodes, uh-huh. I, I just want to warn everyone: we are going to uh, Brian will be here, and he's going. We're going to talk Star Wars. We're going to do a and probably by, a whole episode. And on by Star talk, Wars. you mean we're going to yell? I'm going to. We got to lay down some rules so that that doesn't happen. Okay. I agree. I agree. <laughs> we are going to be, before, discuss civilly before we get <laughs> oh, before we happen. get into that. I'll, I'll start getting this out of my system now. Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Roger Rabbit. And um, in a way, it's a good thing Shannon's not here because that yeah. would be his argument. And I don't think I, I can use my drunken statement of Jesus is real in this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> before before we get into the yes. the joy of of uh, ripping on a movie that we've been merrily ripping on for thirteen years now, um, I want to thank you for. Two minutes of joy in the car. Two minutes of joy. Yeah, listening to your show while we drove the boy to school the other morning. <laughs> the boy. And uh, you did your, uh, what is it, the, the the lie bit that you do on your show? Oh, Den of Lies? Yeah, Den of Lies. Yes. And uh, one of them you did this week was about how uh, you, you had uh, broken a toilet. And that uh, you wanted to blame it on your godson Max because you were babysitting him. Oh, and he was listening. He was in the back seat of the car turning a, a deeper and darker shade of red by the second. So... I loved it. <laughs> because even he wasn't sure whether I was lying or not. Well, no, he wasn't exactly sure, but there's nothing better than just watching a 15-year-old get taken down peg by peg by peg by a, well, by a phantom voice on the radio. I, <laughs> did Max break a toilet? No, he no, didn't. It was a lie. Was I a lie. was lying. But I it was, was awesome. <laughs> it's a, he, he probably searched his database for a... It was it was the story just quickly it was uh, I uh, it didn't happen I've never plugged a toilet in my life I I you're no Lenny Kravitz uh, it's true I'm sorry, I uh, Lenny Kravitz. I told my landlord that my toilet was plugged by by Max putting stuff into it right. and and so he got stuff? there stuff you know putting like toilet paper oh, and all you know as like kids do poop. kids kids do that giant turds uh, Legos and uh, but really I had been the one who clogged it because of something that had happened. <clears throat> an intestinal distress. Uh, I uh, shit so much that it Indian food is what like, I was trying to say. It's like Lenny Kravitz. Yes, and uh, but that was not true. That was that it was, was it was it was a great moment as was, a parent. Was anybody else in the car? Yeah, the carpool or something. You no, know, it was it was the kids. They both go to the same school. Oh, and, I was and, hoping and Rachel and. Oh no no no! Other, I was hoping no there were other friends the or something. Oh, no, because if that had happened, I would have just shown up with a check for a million dollars. All right, let's uh, let's get started. Uh, Ghost Rider opened this weekend. I know three of us have seen it. Yeah. Yep, in 3D. Why would I see it? I've not seen it, seen it Tony. No. Okay, because there was potential. No, because I'm the, I'm the ghost banker. 
<laughs> I'll still see it. Why is it not worth seeing? No. Well, no. no hang on. Uh. Hang on. <laughs> Harry Knowles liked it. It's better than the first Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a high watermark. It, it is. I, you're right. It is. It is. It is better than the first one. So how did you feel about the first you one? You know what? I I had a good time watching the first one. Okay, then. I'll admit it. That's that's the way I'm packaging my review. Then but you're, you're probably love like this. 15 when it came out, right? <laughs> well, you know. And when I was 15, I'm, I thought Welcome Back Cotter was good. I'm still easily amused. <laughs> Didn't you well, play with rocks see, when well, you were my 15? Well, <laughs> my friend came with us at thought, and he'd never seen the original. He goes, if, he goes, if that was that bad, how bad is the original? Ooh. That's that's my point, is that if you like the original, mm-hmm. go see it. And obviously enough people liked it or they wouldn't have made a second one. He made a lot of money, overseas okay. mostly. Yeah, and yeah. I think this one will too, well, overseas for, mostly. I will say that the visuals in this one are a lot better. That, so are we saying that foreigners go to are dumb and go to bad movies? I will yep. say that. That's okay. what we're saying. I will say that. <laughs> well, clearly, because Journey to the Mysterious Island is cleaning up overseas. <laughs> they also buy David Hasselhoff tickets. That's well. true. Uh, the, when, uh, it's like I told Jimmy and my we text back and forth when we were seeing it. Um, when the writer's on, mm-hmm. it's fine. man, they handled it. So well. They yeah. nailed it. Yeah. They nailed the writer. Right. Finally. But in a 90-minute yeah. movie, he shows up for, yeah. what, 15, 20 minutes at most? That's and, it? And, yeah. and uh, one, of my, one of my big uh, problems, I don't know if Jimmy felt this way or not. I didn't think he did. Um, I kept seeing, not Johnny Blaze, I just kept seeing crazy Nicholas Cage. No, you, no. Text, you texted that and I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Because he, it's Nicholas a caricature Cage. of himself. Yeah, yeah, Nicholas Cage is no longer capable of playing anybody else but Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you didn't you, see you, Season of the Wedge. <laughs> you cast, oh, yes, I did. You cast a no name in there and it'd be... That's what that's I was thinking. That's one step up. That's time. what I was thinking. If you were to cast somebody in there who was an Andy Samberg and- playing Nicolas Cage, <laughs> as, for but, example. Uh, Isn't Nicolas Cage that- well on his way to becoming a no-name? Yeah. yeah. He's working but on the, it. Yeah. These are the directors well, he is, of, he is, uh, he is paying Crank. off that bankruptcy. These, uh, these Neville, the, Dean, and Taylor. They're the directors of Crank, and they definitely have a visual statement of, of everything they make. You can see it's a, yes. it's a, it's a paintbrush, mm-hmm. and yes. you can see their strokes in it. And you do see it a little bit in the editing and the cinematography. But these guys are masters of the absurd and <coughs> offensive. Yes. And they did not have the opportunity to do that because with it's PG-13. PG-13. Yep. Exactly. If you'd have let them do an R-rated... It'd be, oh, it'd be so, so good. There's, been a lot there's of no fun. point where Danny, where, where he has to like fuck some chick on the side of the road just to get his flames on. <laughs> no, that oh both of the crank my movies. God, that would have been so See, awesome. What are, the odds, what are their odds of there being another R-rated comic book movie? Anytime, well, after so. Kick-Ass, not and and, and after Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Watchmen too. Yeah, yeah. Neither of which, which is which is, I think the reason that the Deadpool movie is really on hold agreed. because agreed, you've got to do that character R rated. Oh, that uh, no, the, terrible! The, that would be a PG thirteen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Although the one hope now is that Ryan Reynolds has a new hope <laughs> has a hit under his belt mm-hmm. in Safe House. Yes, I, I would actually rather see the Deadpool movie done on the small screen anyway. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But, what like your well, Kindle, like a TV or? series? No, or what? no, do it, do it on cable. You mean like HBO or something like okay. that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, here's here's uh, some, maybe here's some things well, I found. HBO, I'm sorry, HBO does spend an enormous amount of money on some things. I don't know. I mean, Game of Thrones is a beautiful movie. Yeah. And you talk about they they shot that in, in Croatia and Ireland and all over Europe. They could shoot uh, they could shoot in in Toronto for Deadpool. A Deadpool series that'd be pretty badass yeah. on HBO. You could do it. You could do yeah, a but all the stuff in in. Game of Thrones was real. There were no special effects. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Plus, but Sandor Cleglane really did cut off the head of that horse. 
plus, plus <laughs> Warner Brothers owns HBO, and they're not going to allow a Marvel Comics property on. Oh yeah, that's an excellent is, point. Yeah. So, uh, so Nicholas Cage is out promoting this movie and doing a lot of interviews, and it's always fun. Are any of them coherent? When Nicholas, no. What? Of course they're not. It's always fun when he gets to talk, he's and the, they just let him go. He's the craziest Coppola. He has become the new Gary Busey. He's well on his way. Yeah. Don't we have to I, get rid of the old Gary Busey first? Well, I would prefer that, but well, I he don't... did file for bankruptcy. Ah, so okay. give it five more years, and he'll be on the Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Mr. Trump. <laughs> so here's here's some of the things that he has said. He, he, here he is talking about getting into character. Okay, as, he actually lights his head on fire as the Ghost Rider. <laughs> You're close. Oh, no. I'm not surprised. <laughs> a burlap sack on his head. And <laughs> it got me thinking about something I read in a book called The Way of the Word by Brian Bates. He also wrote a book called The Way of the Actor. He put forth the concept that all actors, whether they know it or not, stem from thousands of years ago, pre-Christian times, when they were the medicine men or shamans of the village. Oh, my wow. God. He's getting deep. And these shamans who, by today's standards, would consider be considered psychotic were actually going into flights of the imagination and locating answers to problems within the village. They would use masks or rocks or some sort of magical object that had power. I just always thought like it was an rocks. excuse to nail a virgin. Ooh. And it occurred to me that I could use these techniques. I would paint my face black and white in makeup to look like an Afro-Caribbean icon named Baron Samedi. <laughs> or an Afro-New Orleans icon who was also called Baron Saturday. He had a spirit of death, but he loves children. He's very lustful. So what? he's a conflict in forces. So he's lustful and he loves children. Yeah. And I would put, oh boy. I would put black contact lenses in my eyes so that you could not see any white and, and no pupil. And then I would look more like a skull. Or a white shark on attack. I love it because the question was, when does the movie come out? On my, co <laughs> <laughs> on my costume, my leather jacket, I would sew an ancient thousands-of-year-old Egyptian relic and gather bits of tourmaline and onyx and stuff them in my pockets to gather these energies together and shock my imagination into believing that I was augmented in some way by them. Or in contact with ancient ghosts. I would walk on the set looking like this, loaded with all these magical trinkets. Loaded. Yep. And I wouldn't say a word to my co-stars, crew, or the directors. I saw the fear in their eyes. <laughs> I bet they did. They showed footage of this at Comic-Con with his face painted. And it was like what? oxygen on a forest fire. I believed I was the ghost rider. Well, set yourself on fire, buddy. Do, do you think? Do you think that Francis Ford Coppola sits there thinking, "I'm so glad he changed his name." <laughs> I just sit but, and think, <clears throat> you know, sorry. When you think of all the 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 actors in Hollywood <clears throat> trying to get a break, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, somebody told actors Marion Ross, weirdly enough, who said that when you're in Hollywood, Mrs. C. Yep, you, you don't. If you want service at a restaurant, you don't say waiter; you say actor. But you know, oh, there've got to be like there've got to be more talented, less crazy people. Yeah, and do people well, go to see movies because Nicolas Cage is in them? Well, yeah. well, back they in did. the day, yeah, they, but they, they, they did, and, and they still it, market it like that. Yes, and well, let's let's it, let's let's try to name some. I mean, he was <clears throat> national treasure, amazing in adaptation. Ab absolutely, he was great in uh, bring, Moonstruck, bring, but bring, that was t a quarter of a century. Uh, bring, bringing out the dead. Actually, I liked it, crazy Nicolas Cage in uh, Werner Herzog's Bad Lieutenant. 
I, I was, really loved him in Drive Angry. I liked him in Matchstick Men. Okay, so Matchstick Man is good. Yeah, so he, he is capable. He, he of can good. act, but the, and then again, back to Ghost Rider. All I could see on the screen was crazy Nicolas Cage but and his whitened teeth and his dyed black hair. But that's that's paying off the bankruptcy yeah. Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that's, okay. That's, 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 that's the guy who lost everything buying some, old issues of Spider Man. There's some yeah. truth to that. I think yeah. he's got two. But modes. if I'm, but it isn't. I mean, it isn't just to me whether you'll go see him. It's why would you put yourself through working with this lunatic? <laughs> you know, wouldn't it be easier to make a movie with someone who's not insane? I was actually surprised that they brought him back. I, I would have. have after I, after I mean, seeing, I, I think I think he had the option though. After, oh, yeah. seeing, after seeing Drive last week, I'd like to see that kid play Ghost Rider. Ryan, you, Ryan no, Gosling. We, we've been talking that we want Ryan, uh, as shit. Ryan Gosling to play Daredevil. Yes. Well, that's and, yeah. and, and his, and his name has been brought up, I too. would love that. I, I Seriously, I I, uh, I have some people at work. I, I listen to you guys, of course, but you're movie critics. You're jaded. So right. I kind of I I, I I have my things that I like. There are people at work who absolutely hated that Drive movie, and I watched it last week. And I was just going, okay, this is I, I a finally, badass movie, and the kid's intense. Yeah, I finally yeah. saw it last week, and I really liked it. It's a really good movie. So, I yeah, really hope no, it wins the Oscar for Best Sound Mixing. Yeah. Yeah. You mean the one that's nominated for? <laughs> Fuck you, Oscar. Him, him as uh, Matt Murdock would be amazing. He's, right, and and yeah. that, and that's and that's who David Slade brought up as a name when nice. when David Slade it, was attached to he'd the. He'd be great. Yeah, he would be. All right, I, I, two more yes. th- two more thoughts I had about uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, one is the Century 16 theaters in South Salt Lake needs to hire a new projectionist. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because you know when you show up, when you go from a 2D showing to a 3D showing, you need to change the fucking lens on the projector. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just saying that that might help. Nothing I, ever goes right in that theater. What? what movie because they are probably we talking got about? one. That's actually where I saw Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah. no, that's where I saw Star years. Wars. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I saw Ghost Rider there. And I, yeah, but everything was fine. But apparently, they showed a two D movie before. Oh, okay. Well, what's the other thing you want to say? Yeah, you said two. Yeah, that, that was it. Yeah, that was okay. that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, actually, no. Uh, our two, our three D D conversion. Glasses. Oh yeah, we we wore our two D glasses at two A three D screening. Yep. Yep. And perfect. It worked. They work. Yep. They work. And I'll say this. Wait a minute. What are two D glasses? Yeah, they I've never convert heard of this. Three D movies back into two D. They're these glasses that let you pay an extra two bucks to see a movie without them being in three D. That's no, <laughs> Lee. You're not. You're not listening. You're making this up. You didn't no. listen to the argument before. Is because no. as critics, we're forced to watch three D movies. Oh yeah, well, yeah. So but I'm not a movie critic. Some, sometimes you're making they, this up. No, sometimes the, no, the companies want them to see it in three D, and gotcha. so they have three D. Like when, when we did Captain America, it was in three D. But right. um, for a joke, though, I put on my two D glasses and then put the three D over them. Made it better. I don't know why. But they, but they really do work. Cause yeah, they do work. A, a, essentially, what these glasses do is eliminate one of the two images, one of the two stereo images that they use to create 3D. Basically, so it's polarized. One, so what if you walk down the street wearing them? Would you bump into things? No. No, because Everything would Scott, be flat. Scott because it clearly says on the glasses that you cannot use these as sunglasses. But the, all, I mean, all it is, I mean, there's, a, there's actually a site that shows you how to make your own. And basically, and it, it involves stealing two pairs of 3D glasses. But it's one's polarized counterclockwise, the other one's polarized clockwise, and it's mm-hmm. just taking one out and switching it. It just so switches them? So it's mm-hmm. two, oh. two So you either see the left image or the right they, image. They flip, they flip the red and green lens. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Mr. Science. There you go. There, right. <laughs> it's actually a good video if you find that online. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's uh, uh, before we recorded today, I think it was probably Jeff that's put out on our Facebook page. What what do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, what, do you, what do you you the the podcast listeners want us to address? I, I like doing that, although it disheartens me when people say, "I want you to talk about blah blah blah," and I'm like, 
We already <laughs> talked about there that. Were, there were quite a few. Like, for example, the uh, the Watchmen prequels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this this is talked the, about that last show. This is yep. the this is the one show that's looking forward to them. Everyone else, right? Yeah, thinks it's a travesty of justice. We don't. Rump rump. Anyway, so Michael Christensen on Facebook wants to know if we know anything about. American Horror Story Season 2. I turn to you, Scott Pierce. No, I don't know. All we know is is that it's going to take place in a hospital. And it's, yeah, and it's in a different town, and we haven't... And Jessica Lange. And Jessica Lange is back. Yeah. But not as the same character. Yeah. Um, So a complete switch? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love it. I saw Mm -hmm. it. It's such a cool idea. Oh, yeah. How far in are you the first season? Halloween. Oh, that's probably Great. the best episode. That's when it starts. It, I mean, it's good, but it really kicks in right then. I agree. Cool. I mean, last last year we saw, I saw the pilot in the beginning of August. Mm-hmm. So, well, they're gonna they're gonna announce casting here really so I, soon. I mean, so. I wouldn't anticipate that we'd see anything this quick. You know, no, they they want us. Yeah. They want it to have the same. Well, run. Yeah. Are that kind of answers the that kind of yeah, answers no, the question that so. Scott had about this show because I remember you were saying that with the with the pedigree behind it mm-hmm. that they tend to fall apart in the second season. But 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 as I've said before, um, if it does, it the good news is it doesn't ruin the first season. No, yeah, absolutely. Well, here's the thing though: it's technically you're not getting a second season; you're just starting a new show. Well, that's a, so it's kind of a first season every season. It's yeah. It, this is an anthology show instead of, but instead of every episode being a different story, every season is a different story. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, and I think it's, it's cool. And I I you know I. I Frankly, I was kind of thrilled when I heard that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have no idea if the second season is going to be any good, but I, I do know that I did not want them to continue with, with that the ca- story from the first a- a- season. Abso- yes, absolutely. Exactly. And well, just, where they take it for sure. Well, You're like, okay, yeah. I, that's done. And and even if you don't like the season that they're on, next season will be a different I mean, have you, story. Have yeah. you watched The River? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm about two episodes in. What yeah. do you think? Mm. Not sure. Still See, not I sure. think it's an. I think it was an actually a decent idea for a movie, but I don't think that you can, because this show was almost, almost an anthology. I mean, because mm-hmm. you know you get to the second episode and it's a self-contained story with a little bit of the. And I'm like, really? Uh, with a little advancement of the yes. so- supposed story arc. The, yeah. The only thing I could think of though was with Oren Pelly involved. I felt like I was watching super or a paranormal activity, the TV series, yeah. with uh, with all the found footage yeah, things. Yeah, I agree. With, with oh look, there's a close up on the evil dolls hanging on the tree. I wonder if one of them will wink. Yeah, I know. Wink. <laughs> once I once some, once I start <laughs> really? to get bored with it, then something kind of cool happens, and I stick around. You know, so I don't. I mean, I don't hate it. But I don't. I, ha- yeah, but I, I don't, don't it. see it. No. It's not compelling. my interest for very long. It's not something that you're looking forward to every no, week. No, no. And I was dying to see, like, the next episode of of uh, uh, American Horror Story. Exactly. Okay. And I'll admit right here, mm-hmm. I feel as if I've gone, like, 20, 30 years into my past with revenge, which I could sit here and tell you everything that's wrong with revenge. It's, you know, it's this big soap opera. Mm-hmm. And, but, my God, I love this show. My wife and likes it. we have so much fun. And I will tell you that during press tour – Groups of us on Wednesday night, my friends, you know, TV critics, were getting together in a room and watching it together because probably we all, howling. Which we one all is this? love I this. Heard of this. It's a it's a it's an ABC show on Wednesdays at nine o'clock Mountain Time, and it's it's uh, it's sort of. It's, it's so, sort, of, it's sort of back to the Dallas and Dynasty yeah. oh, days. It's, 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 only it's, it's, only it's a it's Falcon's a, Crest. Well, 
except you have you have um, Emily Van Camp, who is one of my favorite people. She is the sweetest. She was on Everwood for five years, so mm-hmm. she lived here for five years. But she's she plays a character who comes back to get revenge against rich people. Essentially. Oh yeah, okay. No, yeah, and it's I've heard that. it's hilarious, and it's like I'm just dying to see what happens next. And it's been a long time since I was what Buffy. She, might be the last show like what that. What does she hating, uh, have against job creators? Yeah, the one percent. <laughs> the one percent. Well, because they they sent her, they framed her father for. A terrorism act oh, that he didn't rich do. Rich people don't And do he that. died in prison. They, they, need damn Mitt Romney. they need to come out with promo posters and say she is the 99%. That, sound, that sounds <laughs> delightful. Should. All right. Uh, Adam Mills, the fish guy, wants to know if we know anything about Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter other uh, than it's... Uh, I know the trailer looks Beck badass. Mob, blah, 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 blah. Huh? Pardon T- me? Timor. The guy that made... Timor. Uh, yeah, the guy Timor. that made Wanted and uh, Night Watch. Watch and Night Watch. Didn't uh, one of you read the book? Didn't a couple of you read the book? Or? No. no. No, I kind of got tired of those, uh, that particular run, the, what, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, and mm-hmm. those kind of... Yeah. We take historical books and just add a few paranormal okay. lines to them. But it's uh, Timor. If if you have a, a Netflix subscription, uh, pull up Day Watch and uh, Night Watch. They're, it's the same filmmaker. It's the mm-hmm. same filmmaker and uh, two of the most stylistic horror movies you'll ever watch. Uh, he also did... Wanted's really cool, too. Wanted, and uh, he was partially involved in that Nine movie that was... Yeah, as, as a producer that As Shane a producer with, with, uh, with Tim Burton. But he's stylistically amazing, and uh, Day Watch and, and Night Watch, they're uh, vampire werewolf movies, but in a way that those ultraviolet movies they're, never... Yeah, they're, 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 they're so crazy. I... All I needed out of either one of them was is it Daywatch the one that the credit sequence is the characters driving off driving off making fun of everybody the, all the all the people who involved in the movie are on the billboards <laughs> yeah and so Timur Bekmamatov's name comes off and they're like going that guy's never made a good thing in his life <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're just they're I just like crazy that. movies but yeah, uh, yeah it, with him involved and in, in Tim Burton's production company behind it, it it's going to look cool yeah it uh, opens soon I think it's. April? It April? is April. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's pretty soon. It, it's the There's one trailers that, for it, it out there. It, yeah, yeah. the trailer looks great. I, I think it's the one that's trying to get the jump on the summer movie season, kind of like Fast Five did last yeah. year. Well, we've got it's, what did we have coming out March 9th? I mean, we've got John Carter. John Carter. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're, well, that's, we're, we're yeah, John Carter early. and uh, Hunger Games are both coming out. In March. Oh, Hunger Games yeah. looks so, so good. Oh, and and those, those are two big that oh, can easily be summer movies. Oh, well, and Wrath of the Titans. Hunger Games is like this big girly thing, though, isn't it? I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, isn't it like something that that Young women. People and are thinking it's like the next Twilight. Young, but it's yeah, not young adult, but not same. young women. It's compared to that genre, but it really shouldn't be. Okay, because it's because it's written by somebody who knows how to use a period and have yeah. a break up. I would say I would yeah. say it's more along the line of Harry yeah. Potter because my my son's just as into it as my daughter is. Well, it's it's Harry Potter like the last three books of the series. Sure, sure, but it's it's not it's, it's not, not the first one. It's not just a girl series like no, the not at all. Are. No, because right. it's ultra killy. It's Very that's killy. the thing is it's ultra killy. It's it's uh, the, it's ultra kill the kids. The uh, the sub. Everyone says that the, the Hunger Games is a rip off of. Whatever. Battle Royale. Why don't blah, you blah, blah. Why don't you go read the most dangerous game first? Yeah. All right, then yeah. go then back we'll in time, and then we'll talk about what's ripping off what. Yeah. Okay. Then read the issue of the Incredible Hulk, oh. where the guy tried to bring Bruce Banner to the island and hunt him, and yes. oh boy, did he! Uh, but uh, it's it, it. I think that one's going to succeed. However, Hunger John Games? John Carter, yeah, I'm Hunger exci- Games is going to ex- be huge. Oh yeah, I'm excited about John Carter. Well, I've got some data here. I don't care. 
Not, <laughs> yeah, not, not I, tracking. I think I read this too. And yeah. uh, it's, I mean, we we got a hill to climb. That's for sure. We had the, on Barsoom. We had the story uh, on the show before about how it has to make seven hundred million dollars just to justify a sequel. Yes, be, 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 because oh, it costs so much to make. Because it costs so much to make. Two hundred fifty million. But uh, I've I've got some data here, and I I wish I could find it right away. I didn't know we were going to talk about it. It's going to make that in Hong Kong alone. That it's uh, tracking. Really poorly. Really? They, With its generic, nondescript title? Well, now, they changed the title because they were worried about scaring off women. But they changed the women title. Women are afraid of Mars? They are. So I, I they don't is that true? Wait, let's just check this out. Are you afraid of Mars? No, okay. Patty. Well, it's, it's, I think, it's, that, I think women, they changed it because of Mars. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I, no, no. That's my belief. Women are afraid because they're from Mars and men are from Venus. Exactly. Uh, but they, so no, they changed the other way it. Around. Oh, okay. Well, the tracking data says that women just <laughs> that are not. A lot. Women are just not interested in this movie at all. Well, my wife didn't even know about it until yesterday. I and that was that. that was the other thing. We went on we the went awareness on, factor. We went on Voodoo and we pulled. No, it was on Hulu and they mm-hmm. have. Uh, they have the two trailers, and then they have six clips. They're minute-long clips from the John Carter movie, and she watched that, and she was like, this looks pretty badass. Yeah. But she had no clue the movie was even coming out. Does your wife say I things like badass? She does. I, well, she I, does. I also think they're going solely on the visuals of this film, because if you actually watch the trailers, mm-hmm. most yeah, people probably have no idea what's going on in that no. film. I'm watching it right now. So, <laughs> it, uh, Yeah, but it's it's not... Uh, it, they're pre- a lot of people are saying that it's got a real big hill to climb. I, I, oh, I think it's a steep, steep hill to climb. I mean, again, I don't think it's going to make it. I really don't. Again, terrible title. <clears throat> Here we go. Yeah, but if they'd called it Princess of Mars, I don't think that would have worked any better either. No, I now, don't think it would. Now how, about, the, uh, how about Warlord of Mars? That's what. It, <laughs> yeah, it should have been. Right? At the it very least, they need that. the word Mars. Or, or how about there. the other book, What the Guy What Wrote, Tarzan Wrote? Yeah, it, sh- it should be Edgar Rice Burroughs, John Carter, perhaps. You know, something like that. It might attract the Lord of the Rings type people. But here's here's the data. Um, now, Andrew Stanton, the director, right? Andrew Stanton. Yes, uh, the, the guy who made Wally. Yes, he says Aww. he he says that it has not gone over budget and he shot on schedule. I, so regardless of what, it, what anyone else is saying, this is, he 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 <coughs> says that that's the way it is. And what was his budget? One billion dollars. Two fifty. Two hundred fifty million. Cool. Um. So, <laughs> I remember when that was a lot of money. So here we go. Uh, Disney's putting the feelers out. March 9th is when it opens. And I found this uh, on, on Deadline. They, they won't share the tracking numbers, but rival studios have passed it to Nikki Fink. And here's the, here's the tracking numbers. Not good. Two unaided, 53 aware, 27 definitely interested, three first choice. Uh, let's see. Another writes, it just came out. Women of all ages have flat out rejected the film. Tracking for John Carter cost 250 could be the biggest write-off of all time. Disney is saying, "Hey, it's it's not it's not our fault. It's it's a it's a it's a, the other guy who signed off on it. This guy uh, Dick Cook who left in 2009. Rich Ross is saying, well, it's my job to sell it, but I didn't you know approve this one. Throwing throwing the guy under the bus right there. Wow. But let's not forget that other guy did the Johnny Depp Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. and, and he was right on that. And he was right on that. So, but but the um, difference is. Uh, Alice, Alice in Wonderland, a property that people recognize mm-hmm. and not a nearly 100-year-old novel that and, no one's aware of. And yeah, oh, yeah, and by the way, a, oh, and by the way, Johnny Depp yeah, was the star, Depp, yeah. allegedly the star, as compared to Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch, who, remind me, uh, he was in Friday Night Lights, that box, or that 
rating success on NBC? I think the biggest hey, problem with this movie... they are going to make a Friday Night Lights movie, so shut up. They the, already did. The biggest problem... They're making another Friday Night Lights movie. <laughs> the biggest problem with this more movie is, is more or less marketing. If you want women involved, you've got a really good-looking dude who looks fantastic yeah, they, they without need, a shirt right? on. And uh, let's, I, I think the only other mistake they made is uh, Franzetta did so many amazing paintings of the uh, Warlord of Mars stories. Uh, that's your costuming. Right there, they didn't. They didn't Don't you adapt. Think Utah anyway. should be prominently th- in the advertising. It's yeah. shot in Utah. I think. Well, I think That's it's pretty biggest, obvious. No, I think its biggest problem and <laughs> why obvious. I don't think it'll make its money back is because it comes out March 9th, something like yeah. that. You've got one week, and then well, there's nothing really the next week that comes out. It's yeah. it's 21 Jump Street. That's the next big one. That's, see, not, this, gonna, that's not going to hurt. Yeah, this is, this is Hunger a, Games. Hunger Games is going to destroy weeks. it. Yeah, two weeks, and it will take everybody out that would so, ever see John Carter and take because, them right to Hunger Games. Because Hunger, Hunger Games, Games have got right. my kids basically saying, "Dad, we are seeing this." My my son's birthday is the yeah. day that Hunger Games comes out. We are seeing that first showing. I've been given no option, mm-hmm. and. It, well, All of their yeah, friends well, are going. And. John Carter needs great reviews. I, a, a, absolutely. And, and it needs that strong two weeks. It's got it's got two weeks to prove itself, yeah. but, and then it's gone. But stranger things have happened. I mean, I know Avatar had James Cameron's name on it, but think of who the star of that film was. Yeah. Sam Worthington. I, I couldn't think of who the star and, of that film and, was. And word, and word of mouth eventually came around on Avatar, and its numbers actually went up. But you think it, about it, though, when Avatar came out, what what, what, it, what attacked it? Yeah. You know, what was the first movie to come after it? What that, it was a, well, that was a you know an, a great opponent. What did it go up against? It, 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 it came out around Christmas time, and stuff always comes out around yeah. Christmas time. But can you time. think of them? I'm wondering if John Carter would have been better off coming out in August. I just think Hunger Games yeah. is such a big franchise right now. I mean, people are calling it the next Twilight. Yeah, it, it's they the should be shit. calling it the next Twilight. I think it's going to eat Twilight. Eat its ass. Yeah, it's going to eat its ass, just like the boy. No, I think I because John Carter doesn't have a following yeah. as much as Hunger Games I with, th- with teenagers yeah. nowadays. Not even close. No, because I, teenagers don't have the attention span to read a book that's that slowly paced. That's see, the and, world we live in. And here's here's the thing: is that uh, I I want Andrew Stanton to be successful with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is a hell of a filmmaker, and this is his first live action thing. And, 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 and I it, want him to succeed. Absolutely. And stranger things have happened. Brad Bird made. Yeah. Incredibles and Iron Giant, and then directed the best of the Mission Impossible movies. That's a good show, right? I like that show. I, good. That's I'm, a good show. I'm just saying right now. Before we all cried that the sky is falling, mm-hmm. you never know what this film's going to be like till it gets seen. That's true. I think I think Wally's one of the greatest movies in the past, you know, fifty years. I agree I with you, sir. <laughs> I think so, it ripped off Silent Running. So 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 maybe maybe short circuit. <laughs> maybe he knocked it out of the park, and maybe this thing. I will, sure hope so. But maybe there, he can there, knock it out of the park, and the audiences won't give a shit. Well, but that's true. But but as uh, the Vow and Safe House proves to us mm-hmm. in February, highest grossing February weekend ever. Two films can make forty million dollars in the same weekend. Four films can make more than twenty million dollars in one weekend. There is evidence to prove that you can oh. have two box office hits at the same time. Titanic and I'm trying to remember which one of the James Bond movies came out at Tomorrow the same time. Tomorrow Never Dies. And they both made more than $200 million. Yeah. I know right. that because I so, saw Tomorrow Never Dies. But there was so, an opening night. <laughs> so, so stranger things have happened. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Dan the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. I found the best 
best way to protect all your pictures, videos, and business information on your computer from hard drive crashes, theft, and other evil stuff. It's called Super Easy Backup. It backs up all your stuff to the internet automatically. Here's why it's the best. If your computer gets stolen, you can contact the security hotline and have your stolen data erased remotely so the bad people don't get your personal data while your data is safely restored. Recently, my daughter erased some priceless family pictures and she didn't tell me for a few months. Until we needed them, that is. No problem. We were able to recover all the pictures even though three months had passed. Isn't that cool? I'm so confident you will love it that I'll buy you a month for free. That's free. Absolutely free. I will buy you a month for free. So get into any one of our locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com because at PC Laptops, we really love you. Oh, hi, it's Carrie. I always like to support local causes, local companies, and especially if they're geeks, that's a double bonus. What am I talking about? Coast City Styles. Yes, they're based here in Utah. Coast City Styles. Wide selection, huge selection of comic book, pop culture, gaming t-shirts so that fanboys and girls can be geeky without looking geeky. Uh, A lot of uh, secret message stuff in there, too, that only other geeks will get. And in in your face stuff as well. Green Lantern, Big Bang Theory, Masters of the Universe, Marvel, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. They got it all there. And uh, you need to check them out. Not just t-shirts, but uh, you know, a lot of obscure movie and pop culture, uh, like belt buckles and hats and other uh, movie-related items that they think are cool. Uh, Free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. So you know I love them because they're local, and I love them because they're geeky. I'm talking Coast City Style. C-O-A-S-T, City Styles, S-T-Y-L-E-S dot com. Tell them Geek Show says, hey. SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Want to thank them for coming back on to Geek Show Podcast. Uh, we love them. They're uh, terrific. The customer service is unmatched. And uh, they got a brand new website. It's easier to lo- uh, use. It looks better. You can just search you know, like Star Wars if you want to find a Star Wars collectible or Star Trek. It's all there. Uh, here's what they're uh, pushing right now. Brand new website, easy to use. And there are uh, some products they want to tell you about. Star Wars The Blueprints, limited edition book from Epic Inc., 336 pages of production blueprints, droid blueprints, ship blueprints. The book itself is the size of a coffee table, and with these blueprints, you could probably make your own Death Star. Also, the uh, 1-1 scale Heath Ledger as the Joker bust from Hollywood Collectibles Group looks like he's right there in your living room. And they are taking pre-orders for the 12-inch Uh, 12-inch 11th Doctor Who figure, limited edition figure from Big Chief. My recommendation is these 12-inch Kenner action figures by Gentle Giant. I've already got my Jawa and my 3PO and R2 are on their way. SecretCompassCollectibles.com is the website, or you can find a link on our website, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. All right, geeks, listen up. This is Carrie. Uh, UnicornCity.com is the website. If you've not gone there and watched the trailer for this uh, comedy romance film about live-action role-playing people and uh, role-playing game people, uh, you really should. Do yourself a favor. It's it's a funny movie, and it's your chance to see it. It's in theaters this Friday, but we're having a free p- premiere at Jordan Commons, 7 p.m. on Thursday night, the 23rd. And you get your free screening passes for this at unicorncity.com. Just click on the ticket that says free screening, admit one, fill out the form. Your pass will be emailed to you. 
at the premiere Thursday night. We're going to have uh, the creators of Kid History will be in attendance. We'll be premiering their uh, unreleased next episode. The actors from the film will be there. The, the filmmakers will be there. And I will be there broadcasting live from 5 to 7 p.m. The first 30 people that show us their X96 Workers Union card will receive a reserved seat for that evening. That's Thursday night. Opens on Friday. It's unicorncity.com. Go watch the website and tell them Rhubarb said hey. Hey there, digital comics fans. You say you just can't make it to the store every Wednesday. You prefer buying digital instead of hard copies. You wish you could help out our brick-and-mortar friends at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. Well, a harmonic convergence is happening now. You can buy your digital comics through the Dr. Volts website, and everybody wins. You get your comics on your magic device, and Dave and the boys at Dr. Volts get to wet their beak. Have a taste. Get some love. You know we here at Geek Show Podcast love them. They are the friendly comic book store in town, after all. Hey, I'll miss seeing you there every Wednesday at 2043 East, 3300 South. But this way, they get the love. Between the DC New 52 and the Avengers vs. X-Men, it's never been a better time to be a comic book fan. Walking Dead Comics, all your indie stuff, they're all at drvolts.com. That's drvolts.com. Or if you forget, there's a link on geekshowpodcast.com. Just be sure to tell them Geek Show says Excelsior. And we are back. I'm, I'm not so much. Your new drunk sauce is making me very drunk. So my new so. beer. Uh, yeah, Carrie, you're so cool. You get your own beer. Wow, people are drinking I have to, it I have at to, the Geek Show podcast? Uh, I know. I have to make my own beer. You this actually is, uh, got someone to make beer for Squatters you. Squatters Pub Brewery Pats. made uh, radio from hell red as hell ale. It's good. It's hoppy. And uh, we... Hoppy? Uh, it's hoppy. But, it, but it's really smooth. Right. Yeah. No, and that's that's rare, because usually a hoppy beer is a little a little more stringent than not. But this I, is right. I told people tasty. to vote it for oh, the, the, the best beer on the City Weeklies. Yeah. It's good. It's uh, Very it's, good. It's a fine little... There's more in the garage. I'll be drinking more. Uh, let's see. Now, uh, more from the Facebook page. Oh, okay. okay. Here we go. Uh, Sarah Cortell? Cordielli? Yeah. Cordielli. Has anyone seen Justice League Doom? Haven't seen Not it. Yet. Watched the trailer for it last night, and I'm getting kind of burned out on this particular degree of DC animation. I like the DC animated really? movies, but I'd like them to step up their game with the animation a little bit. Well, you, you want another New Frontier is what you're saying? I requested uh, even, it, but Even I New Frontier I thought was good. I mean, right. It kind of got the, the art that Darwin Cook put together pretty well, but I still think that they're, it's it's not much better than DC, uh, than you know Batman the Animated Series. It's good, but they could do better. So, but right. the storylines, uh, the storylines, basically that uh, what Vandal Savage gets the a bunch of people together and puts together the Legion of Doom, right? And and has the different villains take on the other good guys. Oh, hmm. okay. It, it's Tony's it, yeah. looking at it yeah. right now. I wish we were the Legion of Doom. We are. We could be, and it's cool I because they're cool. They're I using more the, people to refer to me as we're the Legion of Doom. The Legion of Doom. Legion of <laughs> they're Dumb. using they're using the Legion of Doom headquarters from the old Super Friends cartoon, which is kind of neat. Oh, the, that Darth that, Vader that helmet, Darth Vader helmet in the swamp. Mm-hmm. So that I always thought looked looked like a giant black manta helmet. But actually. yeah, there's there's a there's a great shot of somebody actually shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet. And kryptonite bullet. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kryptonite bullet. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll. this animation looks differently than the normal. It, it stuff. is different, but it's still that flat. I, I like it. It's tiny. I'm not an artist. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm not complaining. I mean, the the first flight cartoon was really good, but mm-hmm. it's still that flat Warner Brothers animation where they could they could. It's uh, house style, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's, they could, it's they definitely. Could, they could step it up a little. Well, they got, could also it, say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's I mean, got a lot of Bruce Tim. There's yeah in it. Yeah. 
Although, there's, although, but there's a lot of anime <coughs> influence in this right. as well. Well, yeah, it's well, because they're having it all done on the Pacific Rim. Of course, there's an anime influence. All right, your assignment <laughs> is to see this and get back to us. Uh-huh. Done. Okay. Uh, all right, I will do it. By the way, Lee, uh, speaking of Batman the Animated Series, you saw what Paul Dini is involved with, right? No. Paula Dean? No. <laughs> Diabetes? Paul, pa- Paul Dini, who with, <laughs> oh, sorry, who, who, who with Bruce, Bruce Tim did, <laughs> the, involved with the, stick of did the Superman and Batman cartoons. He's involved in that new Spider-Man cartoon that's coming on Disney HD. Oh, my. Hmm. Oh, uh, Spider-Man, uh, is it Ultimate? No, it's, what's the new one? Uh, Spider-Man XD, I don't know what yeah, that is. Yeah, it's on Disney Spider-Man. I'm just kind of wondering if right. Disney XD is ever going to get that second season of uh, Wolverine and the X-Men. Uh, that show was so good. Because it came out like four years ago in France. I don't know, yeah. but yeah. I don't know, but they put a teaser up for Avengers, uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes season. Nice. Oh, that show's yes. so good, too. <laughs> Nick Walker wants to know what we think of the new Defenders comic title. Haven't read it. Uh, it's good. Isn't that that I've, show with Jim Belushi and Jay? Yeah, that's uh, it. I've, I've read a couple of issues, and uh, it's pretty good so yeah, far. I, I'm not reading it, I have to admit. I'm, I'm a little fractioned out. Are you? Yeah. Uh, so there's that. We, we love Matt Fraction, though. but I, I, I hear it's crazy. It's really, it is. It's a really weird book. And uh, they're doing something that they used to do in the comic books in the old days of Marvel, where on, along the bottom of the page, they'd have a little promotional line. Nice. Where You, you remember it was like... Uh, who would win, Galactus or Doom? Smile and Stan says. See Fantastic Four eight. Smile yeah. and Stan says. You know, yeah. and, and all, so they've started doing that in this in this in this particular comic book. Letras Lou says. <laughs> so that's been that's been cool. Uh, let's see, um, uh, Tony. Have you uh, played the new Star Wars game? I guess we should ask. Brian, has Brian played the new Star Wars? He game? hasn't. No, okay. I guarantee you. I, I have uh, Danny Blair wanted uh, to know. Danny, I will let you know when it goes free to play. I'm, I'm frankly at the point where I'm no longer putting out good money for MMORPGs. I don't, I don't think it will for a long time. I think it's going to be a good long time, but here's the thing. Uh, Perfect World took the leap and uh, and bought uh, the company that was doing Star Trek Online. Yeah, mm-hmm. They made it free to play on January 17th, and the game has never been busier, and they've never sure. made more money. And it's huge, and they're supporting it beautifully, and it feels like Star Trek. But so. Here's the thing, though, is you got uh, Bioware, who developed it, yeah. is in the EA camp, and sure. EA doesn't give anyone anything for free. No, they don't. But I don't think MMORPGs are actually going to be able to exist <laughs> okay. uh, on a subscription basis in another two years. People think, just won't do it I anymore. Think I feel the E-I-E-I-U-O yeah. is going to cause us some trouble. <laughs> hey, S-H-U-T-U-P. I don't know what the European Union has to do with any of this, Scott. Oh, be quiet. E-E-Y-O-R-E. Let's see. No more spelling. Chris Cogs. Cogsdell uh, said, "I just got an ebook reader. Was wondering if there's uh, comics for that format. Yes, for ebook readers. Comicsology. Mm-hmm. Comicsology. For yeah. an e. Uh, what's oh, for an e-book? What, e-book reader? Yeah, probably not. Like Nook. Yeah, it's, well, it's probably like uh, e ink. I bet is what he's talking about. Uh, not an LCD I wish panel. I'd see okay. it again, Chris. If okay. you'd have been yeah, more you specific, be a more specific. Yeah. If it's, it's e ink, I don't think there's much for him. If you've got but a Nook or LC- a, Kindle, yeah. a Kindle Fire, if you should be L- able to do Comixology. Yep. If it's LCD screen, you should be able to yeah. get something. Or, or you probably have a computer. We'll use our ESP to decide what he has. Yeah. I also found out uh, just last night that if you use Comixology um, from your computer to buy, you can specify which which credit card you're charging to. Mm-hmm. If you do Comixology through your Kindle Fire, you're actually going to use your your amazon account so it'll charge everything to whatever card you have on your amazon account your default okay all right um now i'm going to rely on who who here has read the book dune i have you guys okay i've read all the the dune books all right so we're getting to a philosophical question now from uh, jason laren if written today would dune be seen as promoting terrorism no 
Well, Dune couldn't be That's written fast. today because it was serialized in Penthouse, wasn't it? Actually, it was. Yeah. The, okay. All of the Dune books were serialized in okay. Penthouse. Okay. 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 Let's let's think about this actual be that question. As it may. So Penthouse has <laughs> Penthouse has Dune, and Playboy has a Christmas story. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I yeah. Or was it Pen, was it or was it Playboy? Terrorism. Playboy. I know. Yeah. I don't yeah, think Playboy. I don't I don't even see it as terrorism. At it's, all. I mean, well, I see the well, but there are people in cloaks running around in the sand, and they're sort of going against the government well, over unless the precious can, Unless you resources. consider the people who are fighting the government of Syria to be terrorists. I don't know. Let's, let's just – if the American Revolution happened today, would it be considered terrorism? I was thinking exactly right. that. Yeah, exactly. I, I, exactly yeah that. I, I just think yeah, that's I was, think well, was going to say if, if – No, uh, I don't. If, if there was – I mean there wasn't much of an uproar when the V for Vendetta movie came out. Right. In some circles so, there were, but yeah. – oh, Yeah, on Fox News, yeah. of course. <laughs> that's what I mean. No, Fox that, doesn't like ev- anything. Yeah. That, right. that's, that's a hard one. I mean, some of the greatest science fiction out there would be considered really subversive. Robert Heinlein's Starship Troopers was actually in favor of fascism. Uh, Heinlein was saying that only people who had actually served government service uh, through the military should be allowed to vote. Otherwise, oh. you, could, hmm. you, could be, you could be a civilian, and if you were a civilian, you were not given the right to vote. You could not own property. Hmm. Uh, you paid taxes like everybody else, but you wouldn't have to serve in the military. But if you served in the military, then you could run for government. You could own your own property. Um, you could vote, and uh, that was that was the the society's upper crust in his brave new world that he created. And that book was written in 1949. Well, so. I mean, you could argue that Dune argues in favor of a strong central government. It but does. We're talking about ruling a galaxy. Yeah. Well, and it also Dune, I think, is, advocates uh, strong drug use. Oh, I'm for that. So you, get it, so you get into the you get into the second and third book when uh, you got to take those drugs and you become like a fish thing. Well, and Paul Atreides actually turns into a sandworm at one point, and Duncan Idaho. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Paul doesn't. His son does. Oh, his son does. Dude, okay. it's, I don't Lito, care. It's, it's Lito Atreides. <laughs> I want some of that. He was <laughs> truly, as David Lynch's movie teaches us, he was truly the Maudi. And then he becomes, and then he becomes the God Emperor of Dune. Uh, right. uh, by the way, speaking of revolutionary ideas, I. I'm reminded of the anniversary re-release of Joe Haldeman's The Forever War, ah. in which soldier, uh, a male and female soldier who are in love with each other are frozen and then wake up 100 years in the future and find that society is now gay. Nice. All of it is gay. <laughs> wow. Wow, I want to be frozen. <laughs> it's a, I'll get it, the freezer. It, 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 it's a great book and would make a great movie, by the way. All right, here's another uh, philosophical question. From our uh, Facebook friends. If uh, this is from Travis Johnson, if you have someone in your circle of friends or at work who is that kind of geek that gives the rest of us a bad name, uh, <clears throat> you know who you are. Yep. How would you recommend diffusing him? You can't. Is there any yeah. way to turn him back from the dark side? No, nope. no, that's just who they are. Yeah, that, no. that's that, it, unfortunately the geekdom is what allowed them to have an identity in the first mm-hmm. place. This yeah. is somebody who didn't have much of an identity. Exactly. So they're the ones that are going to turn the geek up to absurd levels, so that you can't have that that philosophical. I'm not sure that they're turning it up. It might just be who they are. I think it's yeah, who I'm they just, are. I mean, it's, it's a, and, 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 it, and why is that such a bad thing? Well, to be well I would just uh, let your freak flag fly. But but at the same time, if. If you're a dick, you're a dick, whether it's right. football or well, you can, Star Trek. Right. If this guy's a dick, I wouldn't want to hang out with him anyway. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to be a dick, go ahead and be a dick. It doesn't mean well, I have to sit there it, with you. And in some cases, you know, maybe their obsession with Star Trek and, and Roddenberry and canon versus the new canon 
is going to allow you to at least have some sort of conversation mm-hmm. because their other obsession with Elizabethan pottery isn't going to be something you're going to be able to bond about. <laughs> I mean, this this may sound like a bizarre comparison, but like on the new Survivor, there's a guy on who is you know just this side of bursting into flames. He's so gay. oh yeah yeah nice and <laughs> and <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious and bad. it makes me cringe a little bit. But you have to sit there and go. There's a wide variation right. there are people right. you know this is who this kid is yep. so you can't i don't know how you talk him into being something else because I mean, that's who he is i mean he is literally though like floating six it's, inches oh, off the ground. It's, is it's, he likable or is he an asshole I, he's he's it's hard to tell it's hard we're only <laughs> one, one episode in, in. So. oh it's only one okay i yeah. think he i think he has tremendous asshole potential but i haven't <laughs> Write that I down. Really he hasn't been, he hasn't, he hasn't <laughs> been that hungry enough, so you'll this see is, the true side. This out. is how gay he is, all right? Yeah. I was watching it going, this has got to be an act. Yeah. Oh, really? He has got to be faking this because what a brilliant play that would be. You know? Go in there and just fake this whole thing and then at the at the last episode go, you know, like like in Tootsie, I'm Edward Kimberly, you know, something like that. My name's and, Doug. You know, and, and he won the game. You but know? it's yeah. like everything else. I mean, there are straight <laughs> men who are very fey, so, yeah, you know. So you've seen how uh, my wrists are? <laughs> you've seen that. You want, you want the usual suspects ending where he, he wins and starts talking normal. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I wanted for Survivor. Thanks for making me a millionaire. See you guys later. All right. So it turns out I'm Gazer Soze. <laughs> <laughs> Gazer Soze. Sorry, I'm writing that down. Woo! Right. I contributed. Soze. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Another uh, philosophical question from our Facebook friends. Uh, I'm saving the best one for last. Oh, okay. But uh, this one from, uh, sorry, Valentine. This, oh, this Valentine. is a good one, but it's not the best. Val- Valentine, pre- Valentine lends to all kinds of philosophical questions of his own. Me. Valentine is a, is a great guy. Uh, my, my wife had about a thousand questions for him one night when she was drunk. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. About what? Like, like the funny why part was, can't my husband look like you? <laughs> that was one of them. <laughs> no, I was sitting, Rachel was on one side of me and Valentine was on the other, and she was so drunk, she didn't realize she was drunk whispering, so she'd be like, Is he single? <laughs> the answer is, what, yes. What does he do? I have a <laughs> Valentine was a security guard at the where I work, he's and, a, and he's uh, a, I will laugh because uh, we have a I have a coworker who is black as well, and he and my coworker is actually kind of bummed because he's like I thought I was the black guy in the building. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No. And Valentine makes him look so small. And Valentine, he's like, oh, damn it! Valentine's a dreamboat. He is. <laughs> he's a good looking man. Big good looking man. Uh, let's see what came first. Your interest in whatever that caused you to be labeled geek or the awkwardness that led you to find solace in the artificial realities that geekdom had to offer? I was geek first, solace second. I was just going to say, I mean, I remember being like three, four years old and watching Fireball XL5. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not even sure people use the word geek back then. Yeah. So I don't only know, only a pencil neck was in well. Front of it. We, now that we know the definition, did what 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 was it that was? I first? think I was just attracted to. Were this... you awkward or were, were you what? like? Did you like your nerdy stuff first? Yes, because I, I think I... they go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, man. When I was when I was a little boy, at Channel 13 in Los Angeles, a Speed Racer would be on in the morning, and after that, I would I watch love Speed uh, Racer. Yeah, and then after that, uh, the Star Trek animated series was on, and then Star Trek was in syndication. I loved those shows. It wasn't until I got in elementary school and got the shit beat out of me for liking Star Trek that I started needing the solace. You know, and that, I, I, okay, I, now I, that you put it that, that way, yeah. yeah. Okay. I almost think this relates back to the other thing. It's just who you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for me, like, I mean, I, I think. 
I watched all these cartoons when I was a kid, and I think when I started realizing that what made me kind of different is that as I got older, I still wanted to watch them. Yeah. I still wanted to enjoy them, you know. Yeah. And, and people are like, "I'm playing football now," and I'm like, "I still cool. just like this kind of yeah. stuff," you know. Yeah. And have fun with especially the and then getting into high school, like you know, I started doing like filmmaking and you know making you know home movies and stuff like that. And people were doing other things. I'm like, this is, but. I never, I never had the experience of getting like my ass kicked or anything like that because I found a group of friends that you know six of us that were just mm-hmm. all into the same thing, yeah. and we that's we grew up together and, and we shared the same love for Star Wars and cartoons and anime and, and that's just you know I had always had a safe zone I would yeah. say I'm in the same boat as Jimmy yeah. pretty much yeah I I was uh, yeah before school I was a geek so yeah I, I just remember when I was 14 years old I was at a party and somebody had a bootleg Japanese copy of Macross the movie <laughs> and. <laughs> Uh, you know, we're talking VHS days. There's no, there's no internet at this point where you can just go to a torrent site and download some anime. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that there was a really well drawn version of Robotech out there, and just sitting there. So this party's going on. Everybody's getting drunk. Everybody's doing their thing, and I'm, I'm just sitting here watching this cartoon over and over and over. Same time, like the first time I saw Akira. <sighs> It was one of those things. There's there a lot of other things going on at that time, and uh, no, I, it was geek first. This I remember seems I was so quaint now to think that yeah. I grew up in a world where you watched stuff when it was scheduled on when it was TV. On. Yeah. Well, I know and that I, was your I was, only choice. I was just going to say I had to get up at six a.m. to watch Roadrunner. Yeah, hey, well, that's, and, we watched know. Saturday morning cartoons because cartoons were only on Saturday, Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah. You guys at least oh. grew up in a city that had or or in the afternoon on uh, yeah. I know, no, here, channel, channel 20 that's now channel 13 in Salt Lake played a lot of really great old geek stuff in the afternoon. And I, and, and, and I think Carrie can actually relate to this. I, I think my first geek memory, aside from seeing 2001, was how popular Bat, the Batman TV series oh, was, yeah. oh was with, with, with Adam West, which, think of how popular that it was. I was six years old, that, I think, when that started. That, it was huge. That was not thought of as geeky, as geeky at the no. time. Is it thought of geeky well, as you, geeky now? Go Absolutely. back and look at the people that are on that show. And Burgess it's like Meredith. all sorts of big stars mm-hmm. were clamoring to be villains on that show. <laughs> And and it only uh, I, I, I was flipping around. Tony could look it up, but yeah. um, it, it was only it on three seasons. And but the first season it was on. You know they were airing it twice a week. Yeah, it was on twice a week. So mm-hmm. it was you know they did. There's like a hundred and some odd episodes from a very short time. Uh, I was flipping around last night and it was on and uh, there yeah. was there was Roddy McDowell as the bookworm. bookworm. bookworm yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't yeah. it frightening that we know that right that fast? Scary I, and shit. I think for me, I. I I come, you know, obviously I'm younger than you guys, and I do remember. Obviously. And so I remember. Study. I, but I do remember the world before the internet, and the, the internet actually kind of, you know, progressed as I was, you know, 12, 13. And that actually made another forum where I could find other other geeks, oh, yeah. you know. I, I mean, there were. It's funny because I, I actually had this question the other day. I, I laugh at those shows like To Catch a Predator because they're always talking about chat rooms. I go, who uses chat rooms anymore? Because exactly. I remember when that first came out. Jimmy, I was Jimmy, in chat Jimmy, rooms all the Jimmy. time. Of course, it's people that want them want to show you their penis. Their penis, <laughs> but but that I mean, I used to go into geek chat rooms all the time and just sit there and geek out on you know MIRC, MIRC, Merc. What's that? Oh. That used to be like the first chat rooms. Oh, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I, I, I have actually, no idea. Actually, I I'm starting to wonder if if geekery really was that prevalent because back in the 60s and 70s all of our, almost all of our saturday morning cartoons were geek related that's no. true think, mm. think think about it and then 
But actually, you know what? I'm rethinking this question now, and I think I was awkward before I was a geek. I think it was my awkwardness that drove, that drove me, me to sit and watch that to stuff. sit in front of the TV. That's because, true. Because I wasn't out playing football. Yeah, because yeah. because I could never keep up with uh, Dale Levitt and Greg Brindley and those guys I grew up with. Right. On the same street, they I, were big guys, I and I was the, never a big guy. I lived in North Hollywood, California, when I was three and four years old, and you didn't go outside and play because mm. you get you know bad <laughs> things happen to you. Yeah. So, and I was also just wasn't one of those kids that I, I was really sickly. I had bronchitis when I was really little, so maybe I was air quality so, would be so good. In so, so yeah, the uh, it was the awkwardness that drove me in front of the TV, and there was just that was what I gravitated to. Yeah. It started with Gumby, my mom <laughs> always says, and then it went to. The Batman TV series. You know, and for me, it started with Migos because they had Migos of Marvel and DC superheroes mm-hmm. and Star Trek yeah. and Planet of the Apes, and I had well, them all. And, so. then, and then came this the comic is, books. I just looked this so. up. Well, with Tony's help, looked this up. The first, there were three seasons of Batman. Okay. 34 episodes the first season, which is not unusual for the era. Yeah. Right. Uh, what's, let's see, 95, 94 minus... <laughs> 34, 60 episodes the second season. Wow. 60 Holy episodes shit. the second season. That's crazy. Season. And then... I mean, when you no consider... No one of that DVD And then When you consider how many episodes of Star Trek in all three seasons there 78? were... 78? was 78 at that time. So, oh, my God. I, mean, I just recalled that off the top thanks, of my head. <laughs> That's why you're on. A, that's why you're on a podcast called Geek but, Show, honey. But that's you know that's airing it twice a week, and, and yeah. clearly when you watch the thing, you can see they were shooting it fast, like that. Well, they were shooting but, the episodes back to back. Yes, but it, but and, and still, ending with the cliffhanger, and then well, they still do that stuff with soap operas today. I mean, you have a new episode. the ones that are left. Yeah, yeah like every it's a new episode every day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, but I mean that's intense. It's actually just—it really does amaze me the, uh, of the background of stories of like, kind of like what brought you to this table right here. You know, like you're saying you got picked on, you got your ass kicked, you were awkward. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never—I've been six one since I was in you know fifth grade <laughs> and I, good looking. I, I, yeah. And so <laughs> six one, and how much did you weigh? Uh, I've always been about, about one eighty. Oh, okay. Because I, I was wondering if you're like a skinny kid. No, just a tall. I used to fat. be. A, I used to be a skinny kid. No, yeah. it, but I think and now, look now at he's buffing up and he kind of scares me. I'm less skinny. But it's interesting just that, that you know, <laughs> everyone found their geekdom somewhere. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be the same story. All right. Yeah. Here is the, the – this was my favorite question on the Facebook. Jonathan Boer. I'd be curious to hear what – and I wish Brian was here for this. I'd be curious to hear what the panelists would do to improve the Star Wars prequels <laughs> – if, hi- if, if hypothetically they were granted George Lucas's crazy change whatever crap I want power, I'd eliminate them and make three sequels. Mm. You would make sequels. You wouldn't have made prequels. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we cool. probably don't want to talk about this yet, but well, it's all right. The we prequels. Can. There's a huge argument to be made that the prequels ruined the original series because well, kind of unnecessary. And I don't, I, well, I don't want to hear that. You know, my kid watching it from the beginning and they love it, but. Some of the the best things in that's Star that's Wars. That's my go-to ag- argument, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the best in the original Star Wars. One of the best things was that Darth Vader was a a menacing mystery. Yeah, you never knew what his origin <laughs> was. And you know there was the you'd get these little hints, and then you know there was the thing where the you know where the came down and you could see that he was all scarred, and you know then it was such a shock to find out Luke, I'm your father, all that crap. Mm-hmm. And then totally, he turned out to be Humpty Dumpty. Totally ruined yeah. by this 
nerdy little kid who accidentally ends up and blows He's something a, up. He's a whiny there. shit with mommy issues. It's, it's, it, I think it, it, it ruins there's, – there's certainly an argument to be made that it ruins the original three movies. So, you, so your answer well, would be total nuclear destruction. I would destroy them, and, and instead of making prequels, I'd make sequels. The problem with prequels, though, is that – because there's no – there's no mystery at all. I mean, you're sitting there thinking like, okay, Anakin's in danger. He's going to make it. You know, obviously That's true. we've got yeah. it. You know, w- when you had like the end of Empire, like you just found out Luke, you know, Vader's Luke's father. You, you know, he got his hand cut off. Han's gone like that. You're like, holy shit. What, what is going to happen like that? You mm-hmm. have no idea. Well, my Whereas son in the prequel, you know everything that's going to happen, yeah. and there's nothing fun about it. My son and I went to see the, the 3D one, and at one point in the middle of it, I leaned over and said, Oh, I'm not sure. I uh, I trust that Senator Palpatine. You know? <laughs> here's here's what I actually would have done is uh, one. There, there's a, a couple of sites out there. There are sound editors that, as a college project, they actually redid all of the voices of the Gungans. Hmm. So oh, that they're, would they're, help. They're deep and kind of frightening sounding. That'd be better. Uh, okay, and, I'd go and, for that. And that's when you hear it, you go, "Oh, that's badass!" Because I mean, they didn't even change the dialogue. They're actually like, "Misa gonna kill you now." You know, it's that mm-hmm. kind of thing, and it sounds cool. That's uh, actually an excellent idea. I would okay. I would have actually cut the whole Anakin storyline out of the first movie, um, but kept Qui Gon and Obi Wan. Right. And that would have been cool. And then in the second movie, and even into the third movie, I don't think I would have done the fall of Darth Vader because. Let's just have Darth Vader show up at some point, and maybe there can be something about there being a fallen Jedi. But you could, you could not even tell Anakin's backstory and just do Obi Wan and doing his whole his whole uh, detective routine in the second movie with his Padawan. You could mm-hmm. do the third movie however you want to do it, and then have him face off against this this uh, this rising star apprentice Jedi. You didn't necessarily have to do the whole thing with uh, with Anakin. But what I would have done at the end of the third movie is I would have killed Obi Wan. It doesn't make sense. It makes a ton of sense because there was a lot of there was a lot of talk when the original trilogy came out that Obi Wan Kenobi was a clone. Oh, yeah, I never heard that, but because it was Ob, it was Ob One. It wasn't Obi Wan. It was Ob One. So that was there was a lot of talk. I do remember that argument. Mm -hmm. That makes that could be a little bit. And see, because then it would have been that whole oh we know how it ends. Well, bullshit, you don't know how it ends. That guy died. Yeah. So it's his clone that took Luke to Tatooine. Never do seem to remember ever owning a droid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and and Lee leads me to this. Here's another solution. I would redub the dialogue. Absolutely. That would improve the performances greatly. And there's already been a precedent established in which Ray Park could not do the voice of Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. So George Lucas got Peter Serafinowitz to do the voice of Darth Maul. Funny man. F- funny man. Yeah. If you could redub exactly, Amadala, let yeah, Anakin, and you know you could actually have Natalie Portman do her own redubbing. Can I ask a stupid yeah. right? question? Here's, well, I don't remember Darth Maul saying anything. Does he has like he has like three lines. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty simple. God, I just saw that movie and apparently it just went. <laughs> and, <laughs> but and, and, maybe and, I, I did have to go pee in the well, middle of it. So old. maybe that. well, since we're magic, since well, we're, yeah. we're magic, we can recast. Oh no, no, okay, that's so, where I'm going in. I want to okay. jump in real yeah. fast because my first, you know, inclination is to say recast it, recast everybody. Yeah, don't recast Obi Wan. I think. But hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's my first. You know, let's just get rid of everybody. But it's not. That's not the the cure. Get rid of Jake Lloyd. That's yes. your first thing. Uh, yes. Jake Lloyd. Awful. Jake Lloyd is awful and needs to die immediately. Yes. Um. But role. but then you've got Liam. Neeson. Are you an angel? You've got Liam Neeson, great actor. You've got Hugh McGregor, great actor. You got Natalie Portman, great actress. They're not the problem. 
Lucas is no. the problem. Lucas is not a good actor director. No, a director, he's, uh, he's actress faster, director, special more he, intense. He's he's a he's a a brilliant you know imagination you know. Well, he universe. did have two ideas. Well, hang on, but yeah, but that, <laughs> those ideas were great. I will give him that. But look at the two films that we always say are the best: it's Empire and Jedi. Mm-hmm. Lucas didn't direct those. Yeah, it's the ones that he directs that are awful, and he can't pull performance out of anybody. And I, I think he, and I, I read somewhere that he just like be, actors would ask him for help, basically, like you know, what do you want? He's like, well, just read the screenplay. That's not a fucking director. The, the, the great, that the greatest, help. The greatest quote from the original trilogy is Harrison Ford saying, George, you can write the words. Try saying them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly my point. So I, get rid of Lucas. Because mm-hmm. I started thinking, like, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to even making more Star Wars films if he had nothing to do with them. Maybe produce and, like, well, I say produce. He'll it, step in. But just say, here, here's my character. Here's my universe. Hey, Ridley Scott, make a Star Wars film. But he's, there's, he's, there's precedent. It's a, the, Maybe he'll die because Star Trek got better after Roddenberry died. Well, right? that, so he needs to take a step from Roddenberry and die. He has, he has stepped away from the, the Clone Wars cartoon. He's almost completely and I, heard, I now. Granted, I don't watch them, but I've heard they're really good. Yeah, so it gets, take it a gets step better away. and better. But maybe he'll, let, maybe he'll let a guy like Joe Johnson, who worked for him for years and years and years, Maybe you know Joe Johnson says he wants to do the Boba Fett movie. I, maybe maybe I don't Lucas want somebody was... who's worked for him for years and years and years. You I don't want, want Joe Johnson to do a Boba Fett tainted. movie. I just want somebody who's an you original want, person. You don't want Joe Johnson to do no, a Boba Fett movie. No, because I think that the 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 best Star Treks came out of people who had no tie. The and help me uh, two Nick, and six. Nick 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 Meyer Nick Meyer and, and, and Harv Presnell. Yeah. And um uh and, and, oh, and Harv, excuse Bennett. me Harv and Bennett the, yeah. and the new and the new one J.J. Abrams J.J. Yeah. who had no, who were not who disciples. hadn't even seen an episode of the original series right and that's my point J.J. Abrams made one of the best Star Trek films that is out there today and he's going to make another one and I you know without seeing anything I guarantee you it's probably going to beat a lot of them just because uh, he's on a roll I have this to say about J.J. Abrams though. I just watched Super Eight last night for the first time mm-hmm. um, I think the, the reason why it works is because he's a really good fucking director he's amazing although I think Super Eight kind of fell <laughs> he, apart at the end J. J. I, I didn't feel is, that way at all J. J. I, w- I Abrams wish we'd never seen fucking Alien talented I'm sorry. I wish we'd never seen the Alien and Super 8. Once you saw the Alien, it started to fall. I didn't have a problem with that. I didn't didn't care. Yeah. But, I mean, think about it. J.J. Abrams took a cast of, like, eight kids, nobodies, who a lot of them, I think, was their first films, and made an amazing film about it. That's an an actor's director right there. Mm -hmm. All right. And, you know, the best parts of Revenge of the Sith are the parts where Lucas actually said to other people, I can't do this scene. Do it for me. He needs to be more humble like that. Yeah. Exactly. And step aside. Exactly. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, what uh, DVDs and uh, we've got a bunch games have we got out uh, coming this week? All right, what do we have? What, uh, do we have? what do we got? A great animated film. It's up for Best Picture. Puss in Boots is now oh. out. Uh, kind of a spinoff of the Shrek films, but really well done. I like it. I like it better than any of the Shrek films except for Shrek Two. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Which also had Puss in Boots in it. Um, <laughs> a film directed by Emilio Estevez called The Way that stars Martin Sheen. Oh yeah, really good. And really? it didn't get as much as much praise as I really, really? think it deserves. It's good. It's, it's surprisingly good. It's about um, Emilio Estevez is actually. It's funny because they play father son. Doesn't he die and, in the beginning? Yeah, he, he dies. Does. He dies in it and kind of plays a, a ghost that kind of appears every now and then, just standing there, not you know haunting him. And he, he's, he's I can't remember the name of the trail, but it's, it goes, a, it's a trail in Israel, isn't it? Uh, no, I think it's, it's through, through Europe. Yeah, or it's something. it's it's one of the old crusade paths. I think it's through Spain. It is. I think it's the one Jonathan went on that. Yeah. 
It yeah. is actually. And okay. so and so it's it's just his journey along. And so his, really? his son died on the trail and so he's a lot of people die on this trail every year. Yeah. It's, it's actually considered really a really well done. A great honor. And Martin Sheen is great in it. What's the name of it? It's the, way. the Way. Okay. There you go. Really good. Something for you to watch. There you go. Uh let's see Leonardo DiCaprio tried to be really good in Clint Eastwood's J Edgar. Mm. It it kind of fell flat. Yeah, it did. Uh Eddie Murphy made a pretty good comeback in the in Tower Heist. I was surprised. He acted by like old Eddie Murphy. And Ben Stiller steps aside and lets all his side characters be better than him, which is what he needs to do always. Why? Why didn't that movie do better? Everybody who I know who saw it liked it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But uh, the critics weren't too kind. It it, it did okay, I, crit, yeah, critic yeah, wise. Actually, it okay. I, I wish it would have done better. Anyway, it, 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 it's called bad karma on Brett Ratner's part. I guess. <sighs> what an asshole. Uh, well, maybe that's. Maybe that makes us happy, though, because if Brett Redner suffers, it makes me smile. <laughs> right, right. Uh, one of the Olsen family members, Elizabeth Olsen, made her kind of a screen debut in Martha, Marcy, Mae Marlene. She's a really good actress, and I think she's kind of up and coming. Uh, she's starting, I think she's starting a bunch of other Are things, Are we talking too. about, like, Olsen twins? Yeah. yeah. It's, she, it's she's Mary the younger Kate, sister Mary of Mary the Kate Olsen Ashley's twins. sister. So, she so there is talent in the family. Yeah, there is. I, I always said that like it'd be an awkward Thanksgiving. She's like, I'm getting good reviews. Like, great, we have a billion dollars. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> she take her clothes I, off. And I was, I was no. good. We she does. Oh yeah, yes, she, does. she does. She totally good. does. Yeah, good. Uh, there's a, a movie um, called War, War of the Arrows that's pretty good. Gary, uh, I think it's yeah, Gary Oldman's in a film called Track 29 that's good. Uh, Fort Apache is now on Blu-ray. Uh, Unforgiven now has a Blu-ray book edition. Oh, good. Uh, my favorite Western. Yeah, it's good. Western. It's good. Uh, Nurse, Nurse Jackie Season 3 is now out. Hmm. Weeds Season 7. Need to see it. It's a, it's a fun show. Yeah. I, I've seen Up To Season 7. Oh, okay. I no. saw Up To when uh, the youngest boy clubbed the, the mob cartel boss in the head. Oh, that's when, that's when it gets fun. Yeah. Spoiler, spoiler! It becomes, a, <laughs> it becomes a road series. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Young Justice Season 1, Volume 3. Is out, uh, and I haven't watched this yet. They sent it to me. I need to take a take a peek. It's, and correct me, Scott, if I'm wrong. Is it Borgia? Oh, the Borgias. Borgia. Borgia season one is now out. It's I called got, the Boring. I, I got yes. Is it bad? I started so watching it and I got bored. I mean, it's yeah. incredibly elaborate, and there's all kinds of backstabbing and poisoning and all it kinds of looks, stuff going on. Yeah. It's and boring, I was bored. but it also but, looks like it was shot on videotape. It, That's it, the weirdest thing and about it's all, it. Well, it's coming out because season two is about to yeah. start yeah. on Showtime. But Jeremy Irons is so good in it. But I was still bored. bored. Yeah, but, but what is and, and, yeah. and what isn't Jeremy Irons good? Well, at? and and it's one of those shows where it's like, okay, the court intrigue's getting boring. Let's throw in some gratuitous nudity. And when gratuitous nudity can't save your show, well, it's, trouble. it's I, I mean, there's so much going on, and they spent so much money on it. It's shocking to me that I was that I seriously I stopped watching it because I was so bored. Me too. It's a, it's a period of time that my wife actually knows a lot about. She's really upset. she's older she, than she looks. No, that she really she <laughs> likes to read about. She thinks it's fascinating stuff. But the show bored the hell out of her. Wow. So. Okay. And the and the last one I've got is the fades. The fades. Well, the uh, fades is BBC. not as good as I really wish it had been. Someone said it's, it's BBC's like Walking Dead. That's it's, what I heard. It's it's a kind of a ghosty kind of thing yeah. out of the BBC, and it's it's not everything from the BBC is great. I want right. to <laughs> recommend uh, from Comicsology. I found this going through the Doctor Volts link. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called Atomic Robo. It's an independent comic uh, from Red Five Comics. 
And I don't know any of the people involved, but I love the art style. It's kind of like uh, if Hellboy had been a robot and he fought all kinds of Nazis and dinosaurs and robots. And <laughs> is he time cool? He, no, he's just—he's a robot. So mm-hmm. he was built in the 1940s, but it, it goes back and forth. So at one point he's actually fighting Nixon, and at another point he's—you know—how does he fight a dinosaur? I was just picturing he, Nazis he, ride dinosaurs. The dinosaurs show up. They don't uh, really explain it. At one point, huh. I think they're in the Himalayas. Nixon was kind of a okay. dinosaur. He was. Yeah. That makes sense. And you know, when you say when you say the dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are in the Himalayas. You really don't need any other explanation. No, that's it. Obviously, you didn't see Sky Captain. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I loved Sky Captain. <laughs> Me too. What do you got there, uh, Tony? Games. Uh, pretty busy week in games. We got um, Azura's Wrath coming out for PlayStation and Xbox. Kind of a beat 'em up Asian style one. It, um, that game looks good. It looks pretty cool. I, I played it at E3. It was a lot of Love fun. Beat yeah, up Asians. very stylish. <laughs> uh, also, the wide release of the PlayStation Vita is this week. <laughs> oh. So I'll be getting mine on Tuesday. And uh, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3D for the 3DS. Looks pretty cool. Uh, Alan Wake. Did you guys, any of you guys play Alan Wake? I played Wake? the when it was on Xbox. Yeah, yeah there's a, it was fun. There's a sequel kind it's of a fun. thing coming out, downloadable content yeah. for that this week. It's like a Stephen King novel. Yeah, it's, it's, it was really interesting. Kind of a mind trip. I, I liked it. Bunch of games coming out for the Vita. None of them looked that great except for Ninja Gaiden Sigma Plus. That one looks pretty cool. And last but not least, Syndicate. Huh. Syndicate is a, a reboot of a 2D um, action game from about 20 years ago, and it's made by uh, Starbreeze Studios, same guys that made um, Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay, and the first The Darkness game. If oh, you guys oh, played cool. those. All right. uh, Syndicate looks tight. It's a futuristic uh, kind of techno-organic thingy going on. Looks cool. If you're, uh, if, you're, if, you, if you're not a friend of V for Valentine on uh, <laughs> Facebook, on Facebook uh, you hit him up for a friend request and ask him to see that Skyrim video, and he'll post it on your wall. All right. Oh, yeah? If you know what I'm talking about, Tony. I haven't seen it. It's uh, the week after they wrapped Skyrim. They let the developers have a week just to make whatever oh, they wanted. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a fun little video. So. I need to see And uh, my recommendations for the week are right in front of us. Uh-oh. Thank you. Avengers action figures. They're out. <laughs> Assemble them. Uh, I was surprised they were out this early. I, yeah. I bitched about the Hulk figure when I first saw it, but the more I look at it, the more I love it. Now, what they've done is really smart with the Cap figure is because, uh, you you know, for us us, <coughs> us guys, what open them up and then uh, pose them, you've got a shield. Mm-hmm. But then you've also got, for the kid in us who likes to shoot things, a shield launcher. Ah. <laughs> and a gun. And he's got a gun, too. And, uh, I, and uh, the Hulk uh, just comes by himself. But uh, Well, you know, he's got a fist launcher. Because yeah. he's for, the Hulk. For, it says Fisting Action Hulk. I don't get yeah. it. Oh, dear God. It's fisting like, Action. We're yeah. back to the gay stuff. <laughs> they, they also sell that fisting at Dr. Fisting is John's. not exclusively gay, yeah. Scott. Yeah. Heterosexuals can fist. Um, I just like to see what my hand can do. Do you know any who do? No. No. <laughs> and I will say, as we're talking about Avengers the real Hulk? fast, uh, I don't know if we talked about the trailer at all yet for the, was during the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl and no. the extended one. No. But that shot of Hulk launching in the air and having one ship. Well, one ship... Hit one ship him. hits him and, and it explodes. Doesn't, it doesn't even phase him. And then he, and he slaps another one out of that head. other one. Oh, my God. I started screaming like a little girl. If you uh, want to see that trailer high res on your uh, big screen and you have uh, Hulu, it's on the trailer section. Is it, on Hulu. Is yeah. it the extended one, too? It is. Nice. So oh, cool. Nice. It is. And, uh, of course, it's the money British. Sh- it says it's smashing. <laughs> the, 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 the money shot at the end of that trailer. Oh, you know what all, I love They're the all most? in a circle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that was great. You know what I love the most is that we, and I include myself in this, All right. really like these things that say eight for ages four plus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm but, a plus. But by the way, I have a couple of recommendations for 
on behalf of my hetero life mate who's not here. He's in Las Vegas. Yes. I know that Shannon would say, watch Boner Fight. Of course. Glad <laughs> uh, uh, the, uh, uh, forgot the name of the show. I call Spartacus. it Boner Spartacus. Thank you, Spartacus. <laughs> it's Boner Fight. I think if I went don't, my don't Tebow, tell, I didn't I'd, see the last episode yet. So. You know, okay. If I went it, to my Tebow, I'd put in B-O-N-E. <laughs> Why are you finding it? <laughs> yes. And, he, and the reason he's not here is because he's in Las Vegas seeing the darkness. And he would recommend that geeks go to www.com. TheActualDarkness.com What the is, hell is The Darkness? It's a band. It, the band. It, a, a, oh. a, a glam rock band from... I believe in a thing I love. From, from England who have returned with their third album, and they're seeing them, and they've got a great new video for their new song, which is filled with cartoons about LARPing. Okay. And, smashing. <laughs> and, and fantasy stuff. All right. By the way, I also have a closeout line yes. based, on, based on Shannon. Okay, well, let's do it. I believe in a thing called ham. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in a thing called ham.